Hi, I'm Sean. I'm Alan. And I'm Victoria. Join us every Monday as we tell the tale of a new and exciting cult. This is Once, Once Upon a, a Cult. We have the right to hate. Uh, First Amendment gives us the right to hate. Nobody's going to make us love by hating us or by pointing fingers at us. Hey, girl, we back, pitches. We're back! In quarantine. In quarantine, yeah. <laughs> still in quarantine. We're still here, sadly. <laughs> yes. Oh, Pookie, I miss you. I miss you. Oh, yeah, and Alan's here. Hi. Oh, hi, Alan. I miss you, too. I miss you, too. Don't make it weird. oh how have you guys been in quarantine since i've last colt talked with you um we're both still playing a lot of animal crossing Mm -hmm. when i remember my switch when he remembers the switch he's (laughs) forgotten it twice now (laughs) oh that that indicates somebody might be getting over the animal crossing (laughs) oh snap Uh uh-oh and I've been designing new buttons for Magic Havoc. Oh, and for us, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> um, Well, not that you asked, but I've been busy, too. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I was going to tell you, I well, I do not um, do Animal Crossing. I started a real garden. So there's that. <laughs> so while you're making your fake uh, flowers, I actually have real produce I am producing in my backyard. Vegetables. You know what? Just to spite you, I'm going to start an Animal Crossing cult. I think you already have. I think also <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you can get your uniform at Box Lunch. I saw... Um, that box lunch has an Animal Crossing line, so you're oh, free to girl. start your Animal Crossing cult. <laughs> I refuse to give in and play to Animal with Animal Crossing because I know, I know it would be the end of me and I would just be addicted. So, yeah. But that's not uh, what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> no, it's not, girl. Let's talk about our cult. Yes. So. Where we last left off last season, we said that we were going to come back and talk about cult versus con and kind of discuss um, some pyramid type schemes and and uh, cults and kind of go over some comparisons there. However, due to the times, we're going to do something different today. What are we going to do? You tell me. This is your idea. (laughs) (laughs) We thought it was timely and very important to talk about this next group called, right now they're just called Creativity. They've gone through some different names. I think they're most known by the Creativity Movement, and they are known as a white supremacist group. I was going to say they are known, when you say they're known as, and I was going to say garbage. (laughs) <laughs> they hey, don't are call them scum. that. I like that band. <laughs> I, okay, they are scum. They are nasty, and I hate them. Can I say that? Yes, you can. Okay, say that. well, that's good because I just did. <laughs> 
So let's first kind of give everybody an idea of what this group is. They are a pantheistic white supremacist group. And I may be saying that wrong. Pan... Pantheistic? Pantheistic, yes. So that just basically means that they don't focus on one god. They focus more on the idea that white people are god. (laughs) 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 Which is, it's just, I'm sorry I'm laughing. Uh, It's just so ridiculous to me. Yes. This whole thing is beyond ridiculous, okay? It is mm-hmm. beyond. Like, I, I was watching one interview and, like, my jaw hit the ground because I was literally like, how are these words that are coming out of someone's mouth right now? These are real words that some man is saying on national television. And it just right. dumbfounded me. And that's not easy to do. You can't shock Victoria very easily. I know. (laughs) All right, go on. (laughs) All right. So they started in 1973 by Ben Klassen in, of course, Lighthouse Point. And if you had to guess the state, that's right, Florida. What the fuck, Florida? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that, too. As soon as I learned that this started in Florida, I had a little note down like, Florida! Because there is something in the water down there. There is some, they all drinking that swamp water or something. I don't know, but there is something wrong with Florida. Anyways, right. continue. <laughs> and I think it's important to say this as somebody who designs things. Their flag looks dumb. Like, maybe we should post a picture of their flag on no, our Insta. No, I don't want to post it. Oh, that's nope, true. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> it basically looks like like a kindergartner took the Nazi flag and was like, I want to put a crown on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. And it, I mean, that makes sense, I guess, considering what who they worship, right? Right, that's true. So they um, they believe in the idea that there's a racist holy war coming that will get rid of all the other races. Yeah, no. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hold on. And, okay. What were you going to go into next? I was going to talk about where the, the name comes from. Okay. I let you go into that. Okay. And just what Victoria was hinting at, the person that they look up to and believe in is Mr. Hitler himself. So Hitler had this idea in Mein Kampf that the Aryan race, the white race, were the creators. So when I first saw this, I thought it was weird that they chose the name the creativity movement because I was like, that sounds like, you know, you go somewhere and you cut some paper and you glue stuff and you make a nice right? little mural. But it's I know. I thought it was going to be all about greater. like freedom to do whatever you want and stuff. No. Yeah. yeah funny story. <laughs> when we were doing our research um, <laughs> of the word creativity movement, we actually stumbled upon... And an interpretive dancer, because he's, he was, you know, moving creatively. Was the quarantine one? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm like, sir, you need to change the name of your YouTube video. I, when I was doing my research, I didn't watch it, but I saw it on the uh, the, 
I was watching YouTube and it came up as an option, but it was like quarantine creativity movement. And it was a gentleman <laughs> doing it. Is it? I haven't watched yeah. it, but I saw it as an option and I didn't stop. I stopped at the tile and I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> but I was very tempted. The thought crossed my mind for like two whole minutes. I started the tile. Do I watch this? How long is it? I probably could have watched it in the time I contemplated, but... I was like, no, no, no. I can't watch this right now. This is too distracting. Well, it was a man dancing. (laughs) I'm going to have to go back and watch now. I mean, unless later in the video he starts bringing out the swastika or something. We stopped it pretty quick. You know, it's funny. I watched, I saw the title and I was like, man, I think he used the wrong name here Mm -hmm. for his like clip. Oh, that's funny, though, that we both saw that. It was posted a month ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> so from there, um, Ben Klassen, like we said, started this movement. And then mm-hmm. by 93, he committed suicide. And yes. from there, um, before he killed himself, he was looking for kind of the next person to take over and it kind of went into this kind of disarray, especially because there was a hate crime connected to the church in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So it almost went away until 96 when we have our next player come in, Matthew Hale, who decided to um, split off and then start things back up in a more mainstream way. And he called it Church of the Creator. So it just so happened, even though this is, um, you know, super creative name as it is, Church of the Creator, there was already a church called Church of the Creator (laughs) in Ashland, Oregon. So they sued him. And then he came back with the name, the Creativity Movement. Could you just imagine, though, like, if they didn't get or if they didn't know or that this group existed or something and they just went to Google themselves? And this, like, crazy, like, racist group comes up. Could you imagine? They're like, oh, no, that is not our church. Close your eyes, children. Close your eyes. Could you just imagine, though? Like, Like, I do not want my name associated with these people, please. I'm glad they won that case, though. The real creativity movement, they put down their scissors and their glue, and they're like, what the fuck? Right? They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we were making murals. <laughs> right? Oh. Okay. So from there, um, I found a little bit about kind of the Matt Hale era. I'm not going to get super into it, because I want to make sure that we lead into today. Mm-hmm. But they within this movement... The creativity movement now. This is official in 2003. Everything is reopened, renamed under him. And they're taught to avoid anybody who's non-white, homosexual, uh, miscegenation, which is like breeding with somebody outside your race. Anybody who's a whiner, a complainer, and superstition. Well, I actually found... um like their, I guess it would be like their doctrine or what they yeah. believe. Um, the 16 and, it and used, the 5. The what? 
the 16 commandments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have that all here. If you want to hear just how ridiculous all 16 of these commandments are. Bring it on, bitch. Okay. Okay. You. Got, I'm gonna have to like. I already know because they. I'm on their website, which I hate being on, by the way. But anyways, uh, and they are like just vulgar, and and really too stupid. If I may add, they don't know how to spell some things, and it looks like a child wrote <laughs> their website. But <clears throat> anyways, so. I'm going to have to bleep myself because, again, they use vulgar language that I just simply refuse to use. Um, so number one here, it is allow the uh, this is, again, their 16 commandments, which I think it's kind of funny, too, that they use like so much religion in their religion that has no religion. But anyways, um, it is the avowed duty and holy responsibility of each generation to assure and secure for all time the existence of the white race upon the face of this planet. Number two, be fruitful and multiply. Do your part to in helping to populate the world with your own kind. It is our sacred goal to populate the lands of this earth with white people exclusively. Remember that the inferior colored races are our deadly enemies. Okay, so that was number two. Uh, number three, remember that the inferior colored races are our deadly enemies and that the most dangerous of all is the Jewish race. It is our immediate objective to relentlessly expand the white race and keep shrinking our enemies. Okay, hold on. What does that say? Keep shrinking your enemies? That sounds like you want to kill off everyone. This is crazy. How How yeah. is this, like, uh, available? Okay, that's only on, that was only number three. I still have so many more to read here. They make me sick. I'm not going to lie. Number four, the guiding principle of all your actions shall be, what is best for the white race? Number five, you shall keep your race pure. Pollution of the white race is a heinous crime against nature and against your own race. Oh, man. I'm guilty of that. Mm -hmm. You hear that? I'm looking over at my husband right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, number six. Your first loyalty belongs to the white race. Well, they are wrong because my first loyalty belongs to Disneyland. <laughs> touche. Um, touche. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's not Disneyland, but it is certainly not the white race either. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Show preferential treatment in business dealings with members of your own race. Wow. Phase out all dealings with Jews as soon as possible. I can't read that. Or have social contacts with, only have social contacts with members of your own racial family. Ugh. That, I'm not even halfway through. I don't want to read the rest. I was going to say, I think you get the idea. These are all so bad. They just get worse from here, by the way. So I've always felt that racism, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but like, 
Okay, so the only take members who are white are of European descent. Like, that's the one factor that they look at. So, okay, technically, if I walked up to this group and was like, hey, I want to join, they'd mm -hmm. be like, cool, you're a white guy. Okay, but you can't tell that my grandfather is from Native American descent. Right? <laughs> you can't tell that I have Mexican blood in my family, too. Like, you can't tell any of that. And I would it's so love stupid to, to me that people focus on this. Right? I would love to get all the people that are involved in this group, uh, 23andMe, so that they can all, because they're all going to find, you know, that they are not as pure as they seem, seem to think they are, you know? Or is it Ancestry? Mm-hmm. Not 23andMe? I don't know. Whatever what it is. <laughs> But y'all need to take a freaking DNA test because I'm sure that you got some stuff in your blood that you don't even realize. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, these people right. are just, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> and one thing that spoke volumes to me is um, we were talking about Matt Hale a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I watched <clears throat> this video that talked a lot about the church and there are a lot of video clips and like there's this one clip of him walking into his office and he comes in and he wipes his feet on the israeli flag and then he goes oh and sits God. in his stupid little like desk yeah. and i'm like how childish that you have to remind yourself daily that you hate this people like it goes right? to show that there's no valid reason to hate jewish people that he has to like show it off like that you know he because you can't say like i hate jewish people because because there's no valid reason you can right get. right <laughs> oh my god like i just think like because i i i see it um i see it a lot more now obviously with everything going on in the world um in this day and age but it's just i i don't understand how someone can have so much hate in their heart to to think this way towards people they don't even know it just, it, 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 it amazes me. And it's amazed me to see, too, um, yeah. amongst everything going on in the world, just, I mean, obviously, we can't turn a blind eye to racism anymore. Um, not that we should have ever in the first place, but I, it, it's, there's no excuse now. And it's, it's definitely in our face, and we need to acknowledge that people like this are well and out there yeah you're right and what's scary is yeah mm -hmm. matt hale went to prison in 2003 for attempting to kill an fbi agent through you know money and having somebody murder them but this movement has lived on without him and it's to the point where they've disavowed him so now um i can't i'm to be honest i can't find a leader for them anymore because they're so underground now there's, they're so underground, and that's why I had a really hard time doing research on this because at, at this point I was like, I want to find what are these guys up to right now? What are they doing, especially in the light of all of, all of our protests today and Black Lives Matter? What are these psychopaths doing? Because you know these are the type of people that are showing up to protests and inciting the violence, you know what I mean? And that's scary, and... Yeah, and what really was scary to me is I saw a few videos where people within this movement, our creativity, talk about different races like they're not even people. Like, 
I don't care if anybody who's Jewish or black dies because we don't believe that we don't believe in them like your laws do. And I'm like, how can you talk about a person like that? I know. I don't understand it. That's a person. And mm-hmm. it, it just, I, I like, I literally have no words because I just can't fathom how you can hate so much. Like, what happened yeah. to you in your life to justify not hating, you know, just just one particular kind of person or anything? But you hate everything about everyone that is not you. How? Doesn't that ha- Isn't that exhausting? Like, I'm drained thinking about that much hate. How could you possibly carry that around with you? Well, and I think there's two things going on here. Actually, I had a big conversation with Chris about this today, and we kind mm-hmm. of didn't see eye to eye at first. Like, I agreed with him, but we didn't agree on everything. Um, he really talked about more of, like, passing on the hate through generations, which I totally understand. Like, right. Like, my grandparents, when I got married to Chris, who's a black man, um, they told my mom, like, oh, how can you marry a black man? Like, it's so wrong. And I really haven't talked to them since they said that. But they come from, you know, being children or seeing slavery being abolished from that time frame. So I understand where it came from. I'm not saying it's right. But I can see how that gets passed on from people who have lived through seeing people held down or seeing racism in action. They make that group an enemy. But I don't think that's always the case. Right. It's it's not always the case, you know, that it's passed on, you know, because look at you, right? Mm-hmm. So we know it's not always passed on, but it, there's definitely groups out here that are so, I mean, in their doctrine even, that one of the ones I actually did read is um, secure for all time the existence of white race upon the face of this planet. That, to me, I read that as you better make sure that your kids follow this doctrine. Mm-hmm. And it and it's and it's so interesting too because um, I've seen other things too, other ways that these thoughts and ideas are being passed on, and maybe they're not the same ideas and thoughts that were passed on from or as in the '60s. You know, maybe it's but it's definitely a modified version of things that are being passed on and ideas that are being passed on. Um, especially like right now I see even within my own inner circle of Facebook people, I see people talking about all all of our, we're all talking about politics right now and, and the president and whatnot. And people that love the president, they stand up and they say they love the president and they pass those views on to their children. I, Mm -hmm. I, we happen to know someone that, um, I know someone that said, that they only voted for Trump because their dad told them to vote for Trump. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how ridiculous, first off, is that? That, like, but I mean, it's, you don't know what to do, so you rely on your parents to tell you what to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely an education thing in lots of cases. Mm-hmm. But at One, some point, though, you have to stand up and make your own decision. You have to have your yeah. own inner morals and say, listen, I've grown up now enough to where I know right from wrong. And I know that what that man preaches is wrong. Yep, I agree. One other thing that I found, and this was kind of more of my point today, is I think that racism in a lot of cases stems from I'm unhappy with myself, I'm unhappy with who I am, 
So in order to make myself feel better, I'm going to make somebody else the enemy. And right. when we were watching one of the videos today, there's this guy named Ben Smith, who they actually did interviews and went on ride-alongs with him to kind of get an idea of what it was like for him living in this creativity movement. And um, for him, his girlfriend had just left him. He had no friends. So the movement was just like we see with a lot of other cults where this was his his group. These were his people that he felt like he belonged with. Right. The thing that... Let me back up a little, and I'll come back to the end of Ben Smith. But I'm all about, like, anybody should have their beliefs. If they want to believe that other people are terrible, that's fine. But the thing that scares me about these groups is it doesn't end there. We see so many examples of them hurting people. And in this case, Ben Smith shot two people a few months after they interviewed him. I think it was two black people. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's healthy there's been for a anybody number, to be in a group like this. Yeah, there's been a number of uh, attempts um, from them against violence. And they they promote violence, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I read another line earlier that was uh, something that's like, um, protect them, like, protect the white race no matter what, like. But the way it was, I don't know what it was said exactly. I can't remember. But it, but it was like at any at any stake or at any um, cost. So it means if you got to kill someone to get rid of someone, do it. Like what? What other religion, doctrine, church promotes hate like this? Mm-hmm. It's it's unreal. Well, and have you heard their their little slogan that they say? I think it's very telling. What's their little slogan? And then I want to say something else that I feel is crazy about this one, too. They say, Rahowa. And to me, it's such oh, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a bro thing. It means racial holy war. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> How stupid. <clears throat> um, what I was going to say to me is kind of another scary thing about this particular cult or group. I don't know if we can necessarily call it a cult because there's no leader. There's it's it's very unorganized. That's for sure. Um, But anyways, what I was going to say is interesting to me about this. That's kind of almost different in a lot of ways than other cults is that this group is very upfront with what they're about. So they're not they're not going to try and they're very opposite too of. I don't, I don't think they're a cult. I think they're just a straight-up hate group because with cults, I think we see um, the there's, there's a lot of, like, violence within the group, right? Like, you right. normally kind of break down your, your people within the cult as the leader to, you know, keep them under control, but this is just the opposite. This is no leader and... The idea that of in white supremacy and white power and it's like blatantly racist and it, it's just the idea of blatant racism. And um, there's there's no kind of like covering up whatsoever what we're doing here. It is just a blatantly white power racist group. Mm-hmm. So it's very opposite in a lot of ways on what we've had before with cults. It's kind of weird. I think what was kind of um, 
like I was trying to understand when I started researching this earlier today was um, <laughs> right <laughs> was that like okay how is this different from like the KKK like right I mean, it's, it's you know like if if I was like a white supremacist like what would lead me towards this group versus like joining the KKK and it's like I mean one thing that was interesting is that this feels kind of more like a upper man's like KKK because like it sounded like a lot of people I mean even the leader was like he's a lawyer whereas these these guys are more like educated whereas like mm-hmm. I, I don't know I don't know anyone in the KKK but like that felt more like open in terms of well the thing with was, the KKK you know, the thing with the KKK is that they didn't they didn't want you to know who they were that's the whole yeah. reason they wore a hood because they knew that the next day <laughs> they had to go to town to be the lawyers the police officers the you know firemen, whoever the fuck they were in their day-to-day life, that's why they wore a hood, because they knew that what they were doing was wrong. These people, this group is like, yeah, this is what we're about, and what? Yeah. Which is almost scarier, you know? Because it's like, with the KKK, it's like, you oddly see, like, "Mm, you guys have somewhat of a conscience, it seems like, because you at least know what you're doing is morally wrong. These Mm -hmm. people don't care and they don't think they're wrong mm-hmm. so. and it's interesting they say we're not white supremacists we're not atheists we're not nationalists we're not Klansmen, and we're not confederates like, no you're like all of the above i think mm-hmm. And it's interesting, too, that they bring so much politics into this because they're very much now these days, they're like, oh, no, like, it, we're n- they're very anti-liberal, too. So, you know, it takes a very, it's, they basically are just the Republican Party, <laughs> but they're, <laughs> they're, you're not allowed to be a Democrat. You're not allowed to be a liberal of any way, shape, or form whatsoever. No LGBTQs, like, it's a very like specific person that they're they're trying to attract, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you mentioned politics because apparently Trump referred to them as good people one time. I believe that, but it's the other, what I was going to say though about politics is this actually started as before it was considered a religion. They, um, class, um, he was uh, classman, right? Classman, was, yeah. Okay. He was actually trying to start this as a political movement. So he was trying to launch a political career um, where he was introducing um, the Nationalist White Party is what he was trying to start it as. And it didn't take off. So then he became the author and started the religion. So it's like, obviously, people knew your idea was wrong and people were rejecting this idea, sir. Yeah, and I like that you bring up his book. He wrote The White Man's Bible. And just out of curiosity, I tried going on Amazon to read, like, a synopsis of it. Mm-hmm. And what'd you find? Luckily, what I found is Amazon doesn't even sell the book. So, there. <laughs> Bravo to you, Amazon. There was another right. one, I think, that we saw on Amazon, and we, we couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Somebody else had an, uh, another cult leader had a book on Amazon and we couldn't find it, I think. 
I have to say, um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and somebody wrote in basically saying like, I'm happy that Black Lives Matter is so focused on and such a big thing that everybody's supporting right now. But they were basically like, why is it just a big deal now? Why did no, why did not so many people care before? And what I would say to that is we're living in a time where there's video evidence, there's social media, there's so much that's you can't ignore it anymore. Like right. you can't look at this and be like, this isn't a problem because we can it's see in it your, firsthand. Yeah, now. it's and it's in our. It needs to be in our feed constantly. You know, we're and mm-hmm. our. I just lost my train of thought because I wanted to say like <laughs> five things all at once. <laughs> I had like this thought about like our kids being exposed to so much media and be desensitized. <laughs> you know, like. But at the same time, it needs to be in our face so that we see it. And then the other thing I was going to say, too, is about how it's we live in this world where things are instant, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not just anymore too that like, oh, I took these pictures. I saw this happen and I took it on my VCR camera. And then I, you know, in the 80s or 90s. Try to imagine uploading something to Instagram. Like, no, it didn't. It didn't even exist. So, I mean, our communication systems have changed. So, the way we're able to communicate is different now, and it needs to be used for for things of good. You know, um, mm-hmm. get into good trouble. Upload those videos where you see injustices and say something. When you see something, say something. We live in a day and age where it's there's. No excuse for unaccountability. Right. Victoria. Allen. Yes. yes. This was so timely. Today, as I was researching creativity, I got this article pushed to me, and I had to share it. So, there's a group that did a poll of 2,000 Americans... And they asked them different questions about the state of America right now and racism. And I just thought, to me, it was very uplifting in a way. So I thought I'd share it. Oh, good. So out of the 2,000 people interviewed, 91% of Americans agree that racism is a problem in the U.S. And 72% deemed it a serious problem. And the reason I brought up this article is I wanted to lead into these Americans who answered that it's a problem directly see Trump as a problem. They see him. Yeah, they see him as. In oh, good. <laughs> you should have gone with that like a long time ago. You should have said that part a yeah, long time so ago. They see that is him a problem. As inciting racism <laughs> and they see this as it's a problem in America right now that people are racist. So. I thought that was interesting because we've seen Trump oh, yeah. not really do much or anything to address Black Lives Matter or what happened to George Floyd. We've seen him go up against the LGBT community. We've seen him. I was going to say, we've seen him on the contrary. We've seen him put put tweets out where his supporters are seen mm-hmm. sa- saying white seen power him take away transgender rights you know seen so him take away women's rights um this very day actually mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. so like I was gonna say is just he purposely recently. trying to get everybody to not vote for him does he not want to be president anymore i heard that mm-hmm. i heard that that's actually a theory 
um, that he doesn't want to do this anymore. And what I heard, and this theory kind of makes sense. Um, so, and it ties into a lot of our cult leaders. So what happens when the pressure is on with our cult leaders, right? That's when the crazy shit starts to happen. That's when they start going on their rampages, their killing sprees or whatever is going to happen. That's like when they start to lose it, right? So they, I heard, like, I was watching a thing on um, the news the other day, and it was talking about how they, they were saying, you know, that might be kind of the equal to this, is that he knows he's going to lose, so he's going to go, he wants to go down and be remembered more than anything else. He doesn't give a shit for what it's for. He wants to be the most remembered president ever. So if you can't do it for being the most positive, you can do it right. for being the most negative, right? So why not cause a whole bunch of chaos and a whole fucking mess and go down in history as the craziest fucking president mm -hmm. that ever do was, right? Do you think that's right? why Kanye's running for president, too, to help? So that's the a theory behind that. <laughs> Kanye, okay, first of all, the... A vote yeah. for Kanye is a vote for Trump, so let's all remember that. And let's everybody here just not even with Kanye, because that's just dumb. It's all just dumb. Like, it's, I mean, like, how much more of a joke can he make out of our our uh, government, you know? Okay, let's not, Trump let's not go too far down the political rabbit hole. <laughs> okay, I won't get into it. I just hate him so much. All right, so we've talked about creativity. We've kind of been a downer for most of this episode because racism is never fun. Right. So I thought it'd be fun for this last part to start a new segment called To Cast a Cultist. <laughs> so we're going to start casting who would play these I don't know in the if the actors, I don't think the actors that we list are going to like this, but... <laughs> Right, like, I wouldn't want to play him. Oh, I totally see it as, like, especially with Matt Hale, I see, like, a comedy for just how stupid he is. Oh, yes, how stupid this whole thing is. <laughs> right, like, just making fun of, like, he wipes his feet on a fucking Israeli flag. Like, how childish and stupid for an adult to do that. Like, come on. This is a Napoleon Dynamite right. type movie. I was going to say, maybe that's who needs to play him. Actually, the Let's person see. that I said that should play Matt Hale, because I actually think he looks a lot like Matt Hale in a way, and I think he would totally have, like, this serious but funny down. I chose Sam Rockwell. Sam mm -hmm. Rockwell? I think... Let's see. He's got the look for sure. I could see the look being him. Um, let's, I'm gonna let Alan go next because I'm still thinking. Yeah. Um, so I actually just thought of this, um, but I was thinking because I had someone else in mind, but he wasn't really an actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because okay, I'll start with that. So he, to me, he kind of looks like Anthony Weiner, <laughs> a little bit. Um, so I was. And then, but obviously he's not an actor, so the other choice I had was, like, a younger Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Are Tom Hanks' song? 
Tom Hanks is. Oh, what's, <laughs> his, what, what's his name? The one that was in Colton House Bunny. Hanks, right? Oh, him. Or Colin, Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking of. Um, oh, what is that dumb kid's name? Oh, okay. So I'm gonna give you a real two dumb answers. Um, I'm looking because I googled him just to get a reminder of what he looked like, and I'm looking at this picture of him behind bars, and he looks kind of sad and like lowly and pathetic not to say that this actor is but um i just thought of zach braff oh i can see that <laughs> yeah and then um the other one i thought of was uh michael Sarah. because <laughs> 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 he looks like michael Sarah behind bars here looking all sad and like kind of <laughs> pathetic like <laughs> i'm gonna post this picture on our instagram one day <laughs> One day I'm actually going to post when I say I'm going to post. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we talked about creativity. I wanted to bring it to everybody's attention. Like, if you hear Rahoa or if you just see creativity, like, associated with the church or anything, like, just watch yourself out there, especially if you're yes. gay like me or not white or anything else that's not cis I was going to say, or anything other than white. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's a crazy world we're in right now. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? This was definitely, this is definitely a downer episode. Let's do something better next time. All right. Oh, no, wait. I know what we're talking about next time. It's not better. What are we talking about, girl? <laughs> Should we go ahead and tell the people what we'll be talking about next That's week? That's why I just asked you to tell us what are we talking about, girl? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be talking about the Victory Outreach International, and I'm excited about this one because they've targeted me. They've sent me a letter at my house, and so I was, this is the one that I've always like, hmm, y'all cultish and in my town, I don't like that it. That sounds familiar, like somebody we know was part of this cult, but not just this cult, but two cults. What? Not one, but, but two? two? <laughs> It does sound like they're cults. <laughs> so yeah, on Patreon, we do have an episode where we interview Ozzy, who is actually part of Victory Outreach um, Church. So we'll talk about more of the history and more details. But if you want to check that out for as low as a dollar a month, you can hear firsthand what his experience was within the cult. Yes. So. All right, well, Colties, that is it for now. Um, but we will be back with you next Monday. So till then, stay safe and check us out on Instagram at Once Upon a Cult. Uh, Twitter is also at Once Upon a Cult, and our website www.words. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> www.onceuponacult.com. The end. Bye. 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 Bye.